Welcome to the Blunt Letters Podcast. I'm your host, Electric, and I'm here with my co-host, Michaela Superstar, a.k.a. La Mochila. And straight from La Mochila's insides, backpack. <laughs> We're here with episode 42, the last episode of the season. The season. We did a whole season, guys. Yes. Even when no one believed in us. Even in 2021. People believed in us. Yeah, through a pandemic, we have gotten through the year and we realized we could take a break because that's what normal podcasters do. So we'll be back. We'll be back January 11th, we said, right? That's right. 11122. 11122. Yeah, even your robots. What? You know, your robots. Your robots. You're saying it like a French. Robots. That's how they're going to say it in 1122. I'm getting hot now, laughing so hard. So the robots. They can remember 111122 for you. January 11th, 2022. We'll be back. So be sure to check in. In the meantime, yeah, catch up on our old stuff. We have 42 episodes. <laughs> and not just that, we also have books that you can get on Amazon.com. You can get things even on Kindle. If you go to the Blunt Letters, we have all our zines, pretty much all. Uh, just look for us online and follow our Instagram to also get things from us directly. And our TikTok will be around, but we're taking a break just from this for a minute. So catch up. Get to know us better. Send us some DM. Ask us some questions. Come be a guest. Be a suggester of topics. We will pretty much review any movie, even the terrible ones. Keep up with us since the Kardashians are off the air. Are they? Yeah, they're done so. Well, they were definitely filling some sort of vacuum, that's for sure. Yes, exactly. we're pretty much the new Kim Ye. Um, (laughs) (laughs) more functional yeah so and yeah we'll be back with new segments actually we are going to have more news of the weird and something we call fuck the police naked and stoned hopefully we're gonna we're gonna throw it out there see what happens yeah maybe we'll be able to get naked and record (laughs) that's funny uh recipes for chaos when good times go bad will be coming back a little vengeance i think after the holidays as well but um you know, it hasn't been revealed to us by the universe yet, but we are always revealing new segments. And we the world's will... dumbest invention. That could be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I find that all the time. Where I'm like, what the hell is that invented for? So many gadgets. I'm like, really? You needed a specific tool for this? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, be sure to check us on social media, follow us, like us, and um, stay in touch. So what are you drinking? So, in honor of our 42nd episode and the winter season, I'm indulging in one of my favorite beverages, eggnog. Mm-hmm. Brought so to delicious. me by Lactaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to drink a lot of soy nog, too. That shit's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't... I just... I didn't find it at the store that I shopped at, and I only went to one place, so I bought the Lactaid. But it's thick. It's like super thick. You C's? So many C's. It's like yeah, yeah. So is the real eggnog, which is what I have. Because you told me you wanted to do eggnog, and I was like, all right. Yeah, we coordinated our. What are you drinking? So tell me all about it, Michaela. You first. I asked you first. Oh, okay. So I'm having the lactate eggnog, and then I'm I mixed it with some Myers dark rum. Because um, I thought that would go. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. So, yeah, this is good. I, I'm i very afraid to get drunk off eggnog. It seems like the hangover is going to be horrifying. It's a lot of sugar. sugar. Mm-hmm. So I'm partaking with you. But I did pregame a little some just gin and seltzer to get myself ready. Because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to hang. I might. I made so much too. But what I did is I, I did a twist on some Coquito. 
in a sense, where I took real thick ass eggnog and mixed it with coconut rum because mm. that's what I had in the house and I like coconut. So it's so sweet though. And a bunch of ice. And then actually topped it off with a little um, herbal iced tea that I had left over from this morning. That sounds just so to, nice. Just to cut it. Like it's an, like an apple chamomile-y kind of thing. So I was like, you know what, Jesus Christ, this is so much sugar. Let me put an element in here besides ice that isn't sugar. And it's good. But, oh, oh. And then, yes, as you might see on the Instagram, if you follow us, I have a shot glass made out of peppermint candy. It's thick as hell, too. But my mom talked me into it. I'm I'm drinking out of it. It's turning it kind of pink, making it sweeter. Uh, it's getting kind of sticky. I left oh, the glass. No. I left. That's what I thought. I was like, this seems like a bad idea. So, it also, if I have never seen anything that encourages children to drink more in my life, it's this candy like shot worried, glass. Yeah, you worried about like stoners having like Snicker bars that you know, or like you know, like cannabis chocolate that looks too much like a snickers it's like there's shot glasses made out of candy so i left the plastic on the bottom and so hopefully it won't completely disintegrate in my hand but it's art it sort of already is it's a sticky mess uh but it's hilarious and it's delicious and i'm might get cracked out on sugar and have to switch just back to gin and seltzer i gotta be honest i think we should honestly this is just a this is a i'm already freaking out I'm already freaking out. Yeah, let's keep it strictly ceremonial. <laughs> I'm about to lose my mind over here. So I guess I'm double doing it here. I'm double dipping because right now I'm having a little gin. And it's watermelon. So oof. it's a weird party in my mouth right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a bunch of weird liquors fighting over some shit. Maybe just pick one for a hot minute. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to let that. I'm going to let that eggnog settle for a while. I already had a couple shots of it. I'm pretty fucking toasted sugar. It's the sugar. All right. Let's take, let's take a break from the sugar, sugar bomb then. But it's delicious. <laughs> That's the season, right? You're like mm-hmm. half, half sick with rich and sugary foods, but you're just running on that holiday magic. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. <laughs> Until three in the morning, watching Rudolph. I love that guy, dude. I saw a meme I liked that was like a play on this other meme I liked. It's like you're getting a text from your manager, and they're like, "Someone called out sick," and you just answer them like, "That's crazy. Good luck, though." You know, like (laughs) you know, they're trying to call you, and on the day off, and it was Rudolph, and it was Santa. That's amazing. (laughs) And he was like, "We need extra rain. We can't. We need somebody to guide the sleigh tonight." And he was like. Good luck, though. He's like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, that's funny as hell. I want to write that. I'm going to write that song for the holidays. Love it. Rudolph the Socialist Reindeer. Just had a drink and stayed home. They said he had a red nose because he's a commie. <laughs> Didn't want to push a white man around in a sleigh. It's coming along. Pretty good. I'll work on that for next. For number 88. 88. Oh. Wait, 84. 42? How many have we done now? I would say... It, was, it seems it, like yesterday. <laughs> we did 42, so 84 is where we would be if we yeah. kept up this pace. So stay tuned. <laughs> OMG, where did you get that huge cigar? It's the size of a party sub sandwich. I went down to Big Blazing Cigars. They have the world's largest selection of the world's largest cigars. Does size matter? We'll wrap your lips around this monster and you tell me what you think. <coughs> oh, oh no, I can't handle it. Well, if you think you can handle Big Blazing Cigars, head on down and take a look at all that BBC has to offer. Do they have small cigars too? Or... No. <laughs> Come on down. We have a limited edition t-shirt giveaway every weekend. Grab your I'm Down with BBC tees. And be the talk of the town. I've made so many friends with my BBC t-shirt. Big blazing cigars. So welcome back, listeners. Uh, throughout this year, a uh, bunch of people have asked me when I mentioned I have a podcast. Like they asked me what it's about. And we've even talked about ourselves. And I have no, 
idea. I don't really know what to say to them. I say it's about friendship and movie reviews and science. <laughs> and yeah, I say ner- I say nerd stuff. Nerd stuff, yeah. I was like, it's two stoner nerd girls like talking dumb shit while they get drunk, you know. Yeah. But we're smart, so we're, but we're still ridiculous. But Just then, like the blunt letters in yeah. zine, you know, is like funny, smart humor or fun, funny, dumb humor that is appeals to smart people. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Highbrow so low then, life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we were like reading through like we we're trying to do like a retrospect of like, oh, look what we've done this year. And looking at the different episodes and being like. I don't know, like what do we like? Which ones we like? You know, like the memorable ones for us, because it was yeah. kind of like a like it, it was a blur. Yeah, I get that. I think the most memorable ones for me are always the ones with our guests. Like, yeah, people, especially at the beginning, who were like, "Sure, I'll be on your podcast." We you don't have any episodes out, so we can't judge whatsoever what we're getting into. Yeah. And so. yeah, and if you if you were surprised when you got here, that's shame on you. It's like you really should have listened to at least a couple if you had the chance, right? Like yeah, some people and didn't have that chance. Some people did listen, which is like some of our guests, like Krevin and John. You know, we know that they listen. Very attentive with yeah. it, part of it. And yeah, like having our scientist friends on or our friends who's like loves birds, like or is an like, animal doctor, like Monica. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah it was fun i hope we have a lot more guests actually like it's a good time i get a little overexcited but it's still that's why i like it yeah i loved having bird person 666 because it had just been a a long time since we touched base with him and also it's very interesting when someone forms a relationship with a, a bird or any you know, animal or any wild animal at all mm-hmm. yeah yeah like me, Mr. Toad. That was an epic. People actually said they liked hearing about Mr. Toady, Toadily Chubbs. I, I, I hope he comes it. back. Yeah, I hope, I hope so he comes too. back. I think we'll have to have a reunion with Bird Person 666. Yeah. And t- talk about Hector and Chubbs. Yeah. Yeah. That would be super fun. Yeah, I think so too. Especially since I think it's with our bird person friend. You know, he's gone through a whole season with this bird now, like a whole yep. year. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. And like, um, I've been having my feeders out there. I'm learning how to talk to the birds. I was trying to capture this for our, our listeners and fans on the Instagram, where I've gotten birds to come over to the tree when they're too dumb to see the suet cakes I put out. And I'll be like, you know, like, I'll do a whole bunch of calls that they do, like, tweet, 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 whatever, whistle over there. And then they come over, and they're like, oh, thanks for the heads up. And then, like, <laughs> hello, birds will start coming over. And I was like, holy shit. Dang. Like, yeah, they they want to communicate with you if you have food. It's the goose alarm. Honk, honk, honk. Yeah. Except yeah. they might be afraid of gooses. So I tried to sound like the little bird, the little, like, chirpy birds. And they, they'll they come over first. And then they make so much noise that the big, like, blue jays come over. And they're like, ah! Ah! I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! It took me a while to figure out who the hell was screaming. And it's like, the, the blue jays just show up. And they'll just be like, fucking food! 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 And then, like, all these other blue jays will come over and, like, bully the little guys. Damn. It's a cut cutthroat kind of place over there by that suet in the bush. It's nuts. I have three going now. I just keep adding more. I'll be like, how many birds can I get over here? Like, what kind of community will happen if I have, like, a whole cafeteria of suet feeders? Like, Dude, yeah. You should chronicle that. Yeah, I'm trying to. Sweet. It didn't work out the other day. Anyway, but yes. So, yeah, obviously we love animals of all kinds, and so do our friends. We and need then- more animal guests. Yeah, maybe if you have an animal, yeah, Friend. like any relationship you have with an animal that's maybe like an have outdoor. You <laughs> have you made a friend with a wild animal? Have you been chronicling it and would like to talk about it on the Blunt Letters podcast while getting drunk or having just a good time sober, whatever you want to do, but we're going to get drunk? Then just DM us. Let us know all about your falcon friend, your owl buddy, the crow that steals things from the old lady down the street and gives them to you. The fox that shows up in your backyard. 
The butterfly that's been tormenting you for four years. <laughs> <laughs> definitely please tell us about that one because I don't yeah. think they even live that long. So that's weird. They do. That's definitely. They got a vendetta. They're like, I'm a vendetta butterfly, bitch. I'm just going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go fucking Terminator 2 that shit and kill it when it's a caterpillar. Ooh. You said it. It's a whole nother action movie. I'll do it after I produce Real Big Snake down there. <laughs> In their second great work. <laughs> <laughs> From the producers of Real Big Snake down there. Is coming. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the best, like... Uh, yeah, besides the silly, like, guest stuff that has happened, which has been so much fun, I also really liked all the science and space stuff that we have learned over yeah. the course of the year. I like the monolith. Yes, me too. I'm Global sad prank. they weren't aliens, but whatever. I know, I really thought it was time for them to talk to us. That would be at least funny. I thought they were like, ah, <laughs> just kidding you guys what's up sap y'all dead i don't know i just thought it was gonna be a little play out a little differently but it's fine of course it's not a real mysterious mystery not anymore but it was cool to like in our first few episodes really be reporting on that in real time you know and also remember when that jogger went missing in the summertime that's a sad one but, you know, we had a, we, we decided had a, to stop doing too much sad stuff. We're like, wait, we're a comedy podcast covering someone who's missing. It's like for us, it's hard to it's like hard to draw the line between interesting and weird and like sad. Well, especially since like it was weird and we didn't if we thought he'd be found. So, it's yeah, like, we didn't think it was going to be sad. Yeah, we didn't think it was going to turn into a crime. We thought he'd be like, I was taken by the aliens and Sasquatch. And we'd be like, see, see. See, yeah. instead they were like, mm, we don't know. He dehydrated or something? And then we were like, oh. Yeah. That sucks. It was still a weird, in my opinion, disappearance. Yeah. But accidents happen, guys. Don't go running alone in the woods. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. There we go laughing. We're so morbid. Okay, anyway, Sorry. true though. It's I mean, true. we didn't write TLC. that song. TLC's right. They're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong. Anyways, we see. This is why we can't do dark stuff. Sorry, we see. We also less start... of that. Yeah. Sorry about that. No scrubs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, another thing that I've really enjoyed is the songs that you've been doing, Michaela, because I really don't have any hand in that. That is a Michaela original. Yes, that's each one true. of those. You do a lot of work editing, so I figure I can take the time to put together some silly songs real quick. Yeah, plus, you know, you're the musician and I'm not one, so it works <laughs> right. <out> really well. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I have been playing music since I was like eight years old in some form or another. So, yeah, for sure. Let us know what your favorite Michaela song is. I think mine is Fucking Aliens. Yeah, really? It just gets stuck in my head all the time. Because it's the so, other like, alien poppy. One, yeah, the other one gets stuck in my head, too. The, um, we are flying above the earth. New, <laughs> yeah, wave, new tacos. wave tacos. Yeah, it's like very About Gary. aliens buying tacos. <laughs> yeah, it's like very Gary Newman. Yeah. We are flying above the earth looking for tacos in our UFOs. Like, I don't know. She gets stuck in my head. And then that cheesy ass, like, synthesizer busted like it's like so bad i don't know it cracks me i'm glad at least like i can crack both of us up with my stephen songs like they make me laugh yeah it's really funny i think that we'll definitely have to try and uh, get more songs done in the next season michaela is working on it so during the break i'll try i got new equipment I'll be better at my vocals. It'll be better. Yeah, and we're going to try and get out, like, some kind of maybe playlist or something that... Um, I figure we could put out an episode of all music. All yeah. ads and all music or something. I think it'd like be Like a funny. compilation or something, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> so everybody can enjoy but Michaela's work. 
Yeah, you could listen to that those jams while you're driving around in your car. Shopping. <laughs> Shopping. The poop one. Yeah. <laughs> one, I like that one a lot too. It's hella gothic. If you're ever wondering what songs are included in the episodes, be sure to check our episode notes as well. Because sometimes we even look back at the episode notes to remind ourselves what we made. Because talk about. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's also super random. The kind of like the Lucy Goosey episode description is like helpful to remember and to know what's on there, but also amazing. Michaela and L <laughs> Michaela and L are back this week for the Lucy Goosey episode. Your favorite podcast hosts talk super social skills, bogus fashion standards, and colorblindness breakthroughs in this freewheeling installment of the Blunt Letters podcast. Yeah, it's like colorblindness and what fashion? Fashion and social <laughs> skills. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, what is it about? Oh, it's about aliens and fucking vegan meatloaf. <laughs> what do you mean that doesn't sound interesting? We have a scientist on, so we can ask your stupid ass fucking questions. Like, if the episode brown note 22 exists, Blunt or... Letters Biology with Scientist Sarah. All Scientist Sarah, she answers our questions about science of hangovers. We ponder such science queries as the brown note and can you die from choking on your own spit? And be sure to join us for another spectacular installment of Losers of Yelp. I mean, give me a break, dude. That's so ridiculous. Like, can you like we have the scientists at our disposal? We're like, can we can we can we die of our own drool? She's like, I don't fucking know. Like, ask me something in my field, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, how about the brown note? It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's so stupid. It's like a I biologist. thought that's what biology was, right? I guess, I guess so, but. The brown notes theoretical right but then we, we but then we did it. that thing about the tigers and they said that it'll like scare maybe scare the shit out of you it'll freeze oh, your bones freeze you bones freeze you bones, <laughs> <laughs> freeze your bones. yeah because right now it some... freeze your bones there'll be loosey-goosey all over the place you'll love freeze... it freeze your bones keep people away it's a tiger's roar yeah, they say that you get frozen. Like, you're literally, your bones will not move because you're so scared from this roar of the tiger at these certain megahertz. And then it, I thought it said it could make you shit your pants. Or maybe I just thought to myself, now, see, that's the brown note. I would shit my pants. We didn't solve it in that episode. Maybe next year. Send in your we, science questions. Obviously, <laughs> we're not embarrassed to ask any and question to a professional. Obviously, we're not going to even solve your question, though, either, so... We'll give you our theories and our hypotheses. Hypo hypothesis is hypothesis? Hypothesis. 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 And we'll try and ask someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what else we got? What else did uh, we do? Well, we did episode 17 Friday night special where we also solve different problems for this Friday night special episode. Enjoy a very special <laughs> people with problems. How many times did you special? <laughs> <laughs> we get to the bottom of the mystery of the chicken of the sea, quote unquote, what? and what solve that? your romance questions. Cause <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I don't we, remember. Chick, we get to the bottom of Chicken of the Sea and Romance. Like, we'll figure out how to get a date. And <laughs> Much like Krevin, my notes at that time were not very detailed, so I just wrote Sushi Place. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, we'll have, to go we'll have to use this time for ourselves to go back and listen to what the hell we said. That's right. Yeah, that's hella funny. <clears throat> oh, this episode came out on my birthday. I didn't even notice that episode 13 or episode 17 came out on my birthday let's You're see what episode came out on your birthday oh none but march 28th oh, was cool <laughs> <laughs> march cool. 28th we launched the very first poop chronicles with our oh. dear friend john well that's fitting 
Yes. He talked all about his first time on Naked and Afraid and his second time on Naked and Afraid and answered the questions. What is it like to poop in the wilderness surrounded by predators? (laughs) (laughs) Insert joke here. Going to bathroom at public school. Oh, man. I heard a great story by uh, what's his face? Park. I was just talking about how good looking he is. Oh, yeah. Nathaniel. Oh, no. no, it's some. It did. I wanted to say Nathan Jonathan? Park too. Anyways, that guy Bartholomew Randall Park. That's not Randall even a, Park. That's not even a name. Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a children's character. I think it said Bartholomew. <laughs> it's like a donkey. Yeah, or a mule. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just got that. <laughs> like what did nathan lane say oh nathan lane <laughs> randall park he talked about shitting his pants in his junior high school on um an episode of this not happening and i really was like even famous people love talking about poop so <clears throat> you know we're right on brand oh yeah <laughs> you better get him on the show i would love to get him on the show oh my gosh 2022 we're gonna ask randall park to be on our show yeah hella hot dudes you'll so see many- <laughs> yeah you'll see them in the radio <laughs> you'll see them in the airwaves put them on instagram you know another another thing that i really liked that we did was uh the halloween bookends for the month of october like we talked halloween the first one 1978 and then we talked halloween the last one mm-hmm. and i thought that was really cool because it's a it's like a living series like Twin Peaks, you know. It I keeps, like it too. It keeps going. And yeah, I think it's cool to have some consistency when you're just like it's like okay, we're not going to watch every single fucking Halloween, but we'll give you the first and the last. Like that's that's reasonable when you have that many movies to watch and a lot of them are very questionable whether or not they're even good. Yeah, that's so true. Did we watch some pretty terrible movies this year? Not very many. But um, we watched that uh, Birdemic Shotgun Horror. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty tough. That was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty pretty bad. But it was definitely, like, worth knowing about, especially because it takes place in, like, where I live in the Silicon Valley. So I'm like, I feel like I'm going to walk into that goober sometime. You might. I might. Tell them you want to make a movie. Do you want to make a movie? (laughs) You're not directing. You're just a producer. Yeah. It's called Squirrel-demic Shock and Terror. It's called Scorpion Rain, or there's a real big snake down there. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, we've got movies lined up already. Dude, what was the one I just thought of? Scorpion Rain. <clears throat> no, but I just said it this time. Freeze your bones. <laughs> <laughs> we got a million of them, people. Stay tuned for 2022. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, I wanted, Michaela, if you would be so kind to give us an update on the How to Start a Band special Tinder edition from episode 23. In this episode, you explored Tinder to review the types of profiles on this hot dating app, share tips on what and what not to put on your profile, and experiment with the algorithm. Stick around to find out how soon she will be rebanned. So, Is that what it said? It uh, does. You know... Uh- felt cute might get banned later i just i deleted it (laughs) i deleted the app for now i didn't go back and do anything with it it was just so depressing to see all the losers so for here you know like from here not saying you're definitely a loser if you use tinder just if you use it and you live around me apparently so i deleted it we'll see but i might get banned later we'll see i might we'll see how it goes i might get bored one night and get really drunk and be like here we go what's it gonna be What's it going to be, you know, and like just play around with my profile or make a new profile and see how long it takes to get banned. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. So for now, I deleted it. Yeah, but that's not the only thing you've been banned from. So more how to start a band in the future. Oh, I still have a whole going list. I have to. It's like there's so many things. Good times. Exciting frontier. (laughs) Humans are capable of up to 11 watts of energy an hour. When we exercise, 400 when just sitting around like a lard ass. 
<laughs> the average person expends 8.37 times 10 to the 6 power joules of energy per day. Watts is just joules per second, meaning the same as a 100 watt light bulb. So you're saying I have as much energy and heat as an easy bake oven in my armpit? I sure am. Do you find little to no time to heat your meals? Yes. What about me? I'm always on the go and I'm sick of fast food. Do you wish you had a portable appliance that would heat soup, small meals, and snacks with little to no effort? Yeah. Well, holy fucking luck! We've invented the armpit oven, the dual fold heating device fueled by your own body heat. You now are the power plant. We have harnessed the energy of the body with the help of the nanotechnology and a holster. How does it work? Do you understand thermoelectrical energy generation? No. Science! Yay, science! Science Distinct rules! Just stick the slender yet high-capacity canisters under your armpit, securing our patented all-but-holster and weight. If you are in a hurry, just move your body as much as you can, and the armpit oven's technology will set that snag on high. Anything that raises your internal temperatures will work. Like uh, watching porn? Sure, whatever works for you. Is it fast? In just 15 minutes, you'll have hot, delicious food right under your arms. That's not that fast. Listen, this is free energy cooking. This is science. Isn't that kind of gross? You're kind of gross. Listen to these testimonials and shut up. I love eating homemade chowder right from my pits. It's got that home warmed up smell. I had a candy bar in my car that was too hard for my teeth. In two minutes, while driving... It was ready to eat. My coffee got cold when I was on my way to work. So I put my <laughs> cup in my armpit oven and heated it up by the time I was ready to punch in. It's not that efficient, but it's free. I Everything tastes better when it's kicks its clean energy. You don't really need to buy it because you already have it. But you should buy it. My wife makes the best grab cheese with her armpit oven. I like things lukewarm and damp. The extra saltiness from my personal human salt factory tastes delicious. You are the spice rack in this world. I love a hot, melty sandwich with my soup from my armpit oven. One arm soup, one arm sandwich. I am the power plant. Don't forget hot chocolate for those wintry Christmas days. I keep my marshmallows in my pockets. I didn't know where I'd heat up my yam casserole, but I got a nice toast on my marshmallows with the armpit oven. Order your armpit oven today. Comes in singles or duo. Friend, for a limited time, we'll throw in the panini insert for Chris. Melted paninis in minutes, right from your armpit. We also have a TikTok, which I was looking at yesterday. And did you know that they have ghost hunting on TikTok? Yes. It's really interesting. And they also have UFOs on TikTok. And in a few episodes, we actually talk about like hauntings and stuff, especially in the month of October and hauntings and UFOs and stuff. I would love to go ghost hunting on TikTok with someone. I'm just not going alone. Like we were saying, with like running and not chasing waterfalls, like do not go chasing ghosts or hunting alone. ghosts alone. But also don't go with the screamer. Can we just say this right now? <clears throat> Listen, if you're spooky and you're out there and you're hunting ghosts and you've got all this equipment and all this shit recording and you go to a place to find ghosts and you find ghosts, can you do us all a favor and not run away screaming? What are you doing there? What did you think was going to happen when you hunted the ghost? Because I, I know it's dramatic, but it's also ridiculous and stupid. And I'm laughing at you because like, what did you go there for? See, that's why I have hesitancy to go ghost hunting because I feel like that would be me. You and have I to calm yourself go. down. You'd go ghost hunting. You'd be like, I don't see it. What are you guys talking about? And the ghost would be like dancing on your shoulder. And you'd be like, I don't understand. You just wouldn't see it. 
Oh, probably. But you know what? Have you heard of this thing called a spirit box? Yes, of course. (laughs) I just heard about it for the first time. I want to know about them. So they apparently are able to communicate with like uh, ghosts around you and translate ghost talk into like uh, English. So I want to get one and I want to see if there's any ghosts around and what they have to say about whatever. So like you, what it is, it's like this, essentially like a random word generator. It's like almost like people, I think people got this idea from using radios that were not tuned in properly. And so you'd kind of get pieces of words and stuff and like Mm -hmm. spirits would come through in the white noise. Sure. This, this is like a whole bunch of words that are just being like shuffled. And then sometimes when you try to talk to a spirit, the words that will be chosen by the spirit box to come out and be spoken, essentially, quote unquote spoken, um, will come from a supposed random place, but usually have effects like, like it'll be an intelligent conversation. Oh, that explains all that radio static that I heard. Because it was like, they would answer questions and stuff. Like this guy, he was going into places and he would say, like, how many spirits are in here? And they'd, they would reply with, like, a number. Yeah, so it's like they're using this machine to talk. It's like it's finding this, you know, kind of like, like, you know how Stephen Hawking ended up having to use mostly his eyes to look at a screen to, like, spell out words at the yeah. very end, yeah. right? So I feel like it's like that kind of, like, you're, you're finding these words <clears throat> to talk for you, maybe is the idea. And so I saw one the other day on Paranormal Caught on Camera and one of my favorite shows. And it was these ghost hunters who, of course, ran out of the house. Again, and I understand it's scary, but you have to, like, I feel like you need to really brace yourself for this shit if you want to really investigate. Or, yeah, like, go back in, I guess. But it's like, why, what are you expecting? Like, you better expect the worst. You better expect, like, a hell demon to come out and attach itself to you until you get exercised. Like, Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could do that. That sounds well, yeah, really bad. It's a very big commitment. People, like, fuck around with this shit. But, like, you have to be really careful. Stuff will attach itself to you and stuff. A lot uh... of ghost hunters have had their lives, like, really upturned. We can get into that next year. We should do a whole thing about the drama of of ghost hunting i guess because so. there was like a murder suicide and shit oh my god these ghost hunters anyway i don't know if i want to do this anymore i'm like really having second thoughts you just have to be careful and go into it with some guts and be like this is i'm gonna stay if the ghost appears right but these people went in with a spirit box and they had it had had like bad vibes in this house and then they heard something in this room and they put on the spirit box and they heard something from like this wardrobe, which is like always closets and wardrobes. So fucking creepy. Like what's up with that? Like you get stuck in a box, like a coffin or something. I guess. I don't know. Weird. They're dark. I don't know. So then it was, they were like, are you here or whatever? And it was yeah. like, yeah. And it was like, yeah. And they were like, doing, it was doing something to the fucking wardrobe. And they were like, does this wardrobe mean something to you? And it said yes, and then the wardrobe uh, door opened all on its own. Whoa. I saw something like that yesterday on the ghost hunting TikTok where they were like, can you open the door? And the door would open. And then it'd be like, can you close the door? And the door would close. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. These people were like asking questions, and then it was like, yes. And then it opened the door, and then they started screaming and ran out of the house. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? What came out of the wardrobe? Yeah, what happens next in the story? You can't just end the story at the climax. Well, then they go back in and they're like, we didn't have any more readings. It's like, well, you ran the fuck away. Why the fuck would that thing stick around and talk to you? Yeah, you already disappointed the ghost. Like, rule number one, don't disappoint the ghost, bro. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of energy to come talk to us. So, like, (laughs) what are you doing? Communicating across dimensions and all. And then you run away screaming. It probably was just like what I said. Like, what do you, what the fuck you, why'd you call me at 3 a.m., bother my ghost ass just to run away? The ding dong ditch? Like, what is this shit? Get away <laughs> from my wardrobe, right? Get away from my fucking creepy closet I want to live in. <sighs> anyway. I have to pay $2,000 a month for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, totally. I think like, Whatever. I think uh, I would love to go ghost hunting if anyone wants to go a little ghost hunting. But 
I want Ugh. a spirit box. I want a spirit box too, just because I want to know. I'm so scared, but also I want to know. But also I'm scared, but also I want to know. It's I had difficult. an app that said it was like a spirit box, but it was baloney. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm looking at some spirit boxes online right now, and it looks like from Ghost Stop, which is funny. They're about like eighty to ninety dollars. Then there's the one on Amazon that's ninety dollars, and then there's some other ones that are like upwards of a hundred dollars. But they tend to be around eighty to ninety dollars for some pretty can, decent looking ones. Or you can get a free app and have it totally not work, but it's funny. I like that someone made an app for that. There's a bunch, and some yeah. people are like this totally works, but I don't know. The one I had totally did not work. They sell them at Walmart. How do you like that? Or I was not in a haunted place. So, but the place that it didn't work, I actually downloaded it because, again, if you follow us on Instagram at all, um, and I'll try to put this back up when this comes out. There was that I lived in this apartment in Connecticut that was weird. Like, if you live with the first of all, if you live with furniture for an amount of time, you know what it sounds like when people sit in it and it's leather. It was like pleather or whatever. And I heard somebody sit in the chair next to me. I was all alone. My one roommate was like in her room, had gone to bed hours ago. I was sitting in the living room all by myself and I heard it sit in this chair and I saw it and I saw the chair like have a butt print in it. And I was like, that's fucking weird, but whatever. And then a few moments later, I felt it get, not get closer, but I just felt a stronger presence. And then I saw a hand imprint on the ottoman the leather ottoman like as if it was leaning towards me looking at what i was doing whoa what were you doing art stuff you know just drawing or something whoa that's so weird yeah and then it stayed there yeah it was really creepy and i was like what the fuck and then i was like oh god and then it went away after like 10 minutes though it didn't just like fade away it was like there for a while and then Weird. it took a while to fade away finally. And I was like, what the fuck? But anyway, I used the, that app there and it didn't work. So. Aw. Yeah, I saw this one TikTok where this girl was sitting next to a grave, like trying to draw a picture of the person who was buried there by asking them questions about their appearance. Yeah. And it was like, did you have long hair or short hair? Did you have like this or that and it was to you know she was drawing someone it was telling her descriptive words whoa yeah pretty nuts though did she do like a reveal if like it looked like the person buried there no she didn't that would so, be cool do some yeah. research see who i had that there. same thought i really did too when <clears throat> yeah just like you know that's cool and all but it's really cool if you're right yeah prove it that borders on evidence that's what i mean it's like be lazy ghost hunters pretty cool stuff you know i hope that you'll come out here sometime in 2022 and we can go to the winchester mystery house because i've never been there yeah it's pretty cool and then we could go on the on a ghost walk yeah because it's supposed to be haunted do you think it's yeah. haunted um i don't know i don't think so <clears throat> i don't know it's hard to say i went there it's hard to tell because, first of all, when you go through the house, it's not like you go alone. You go in large groups of, like, 20 people. Mm -hmm. So it's not very intimate. It's just, like, a guided tour. Because if they let you go alone, they're afraid you're going to, like, break your fucking neck. Sure. So it's not that intimate. I took a bunch of pictures and didn't see anything. I felt certain creepiness to the house, but I don't know. It could just be that's an old house. So I'd like to go mm -hmm. back and feel it out again. I'd like to go. You know, I never feel anything. You're right. Like, I never feel anything. Because if you recall, I went to the Vatican, like, a few years ago. And I took a bunch of pictures. And there were, like, hella orbs in the pictures. But I didn't notice anything at all. Of course, I was super hungover. And I was surrounded by people. And there's no AC in the Vatican. And it was hella hot in there. So I was a little distracted by my own needs. Yeah, I feel you. Like that's a hard, that's what I mean. It's hard when there's a lot of people around. Like yeah. I felt there was like there's this tunnel uh, down here in in Connecticut uh, that they built for a train, a train tunnel that they never ended up putting the train tracks through. So it's sort of abandoned, but it's kind of long, super creepy and cold. 
And it was really, really weird to walk through. And then it was like quiet all around. We got out. I think I must have talked about this before, but there was orbs in the photographs of me walking out. Like they were following me. Like, oh, yeah, back. you did tell me that. Yeah. And then like I could feel something on my back. Like it felt like something was like attached to my back. Like I know what people mean when they say that now. Whoa. Like a piggyback ride or something? Yeah. Or like someone's holding on to you like in the pool? Yeah, uh-huh. Like you're dragging someone along with you by the shoulders, kind of. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then as soon as, and like, you couldn't hear anything in the woods. And then once I got past the point where I could hear the birds and everything again, the heaviness was gone. Weird. Yeah. It was super weird. I would definitely be, like, freaked the fuck out if that happened to me. I was ta- I was like, hey, what's up? You know, what do you guys, did you die here? I'm sorry. That sucks. Because I figured maybe some people died making that tunnel. It was a long yeah, time probably. ago. Yeah, It was like stone or something. Yeah. Or they probably killed people to make it because people already live there. Yeah. Because it's a fucking America. <laughs> so I was just like, whoever was here, sorry. Bing bong. Bing bong. I see you. So anyway, yeah. Ghost Hunt in 2022. Things to look forward to, everybody. More ghosts. More aliens. More scientists. More fart jokes. More poop chronicles, more mm, recipes, and fake ads, and cocktails. We know that it's been tough at these trying times to find adequate snails. Do your current snail options suck shit? Well, visit us at Snails with a Z. We have only the best snails money can buy. Other places will try to pass off slugs or empty seashells filled with earthworms, but not us. We offer a 100% snail guarantee or your money back. I couldn't stand another snail imitator. Even banana slugs lost their charm. Snails gave my life a real direction. I used to have so many problems. Now my only problem is snails. Hey, yo, governor. Snails. I still have nightmares of earthworms. Their bodies wriggle in my brain. So visit us now at snailswithaz.com to cure all your snail-induced nightmares. Welcome back, everybody. We're just doing a little wrap-up show. We're doing a little looking back. I had my Spotify wrapped, which is, like, really <laughs> inaccurate because a lot of times I'm just doing it on game night with my family. So it was, like, your top five genres, and it included, like, reggae for the first time in my life which don't get me wrong it's not like it's the worst type of music but I never listen to reggae unless I'm with my family because I can like deal with it and they like it or whatever like I sure don't it's yeah. like a lot of cruises but like my like top songs made me seem like a serial killer or something it was like your movie is like notorious by Duran Duran <laughs> and it was like the guillotine by the coup and then goodbye horses and i was like what the fuck wrong with me like <laughs> like that is such it was like that's such the like serial killer theme song it's just like what's goodbye horses it's the song that the dude dances around naked to in uh songs of the lambs oh got yeah. it but so... it like cracks me up which is again super when well, I say it out loud I guess it's psycho but it was like put on my playlist and I was like crack up every time it came on but then it turned up as like one of my top plates <laughs> songs and I was like oh my god I look like such a psycho and then it was like you've listened to 671 genres of music and I was like what that's a lot of different genres I don't understand how that's possible <laughs> yeah you really don't? You listen, you play a lot of different kinds of music. I guess so. I just don't think of them as genres a lot. So I was like, man, I just feel like they must break music down to so many genres I must have listened to. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Because there's so many genres I never heard of that I listened to. Like, I thought I listened to like six things, you know? <laughs> I just put yeah. everything in those file cabinets, but nope. Yeah, I, I listened to 136 genres. That's way. Way, oh. <laughs> but one of mine that was bubble grunge, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I have no idea. I have no idea. It sounds like nineties, uh, like Spice Girls plus Nirvana. Avril Lavigne. Is that Avril Lavigne? Oh, 
I mean, I feel yeah, like she's a spice I feel girl. like she would. She would totally fall under that if I was making the a guess. Sure. We'll get to the bottom of this, listeners. What is bubblegum grunge? Hey, yeah. Siri. I didn't even look. I was just like, I can only imagine what would be on that list. So, yeah, um, it doesn't tell you actually. Oh, it just says generally. Yeah. Just to- Oh, not very helpful. Well, I'm yeah. very because it was like you're really eclectic, and I was like, okay. And I was like, six hundred. Okay. Let's look up bubble grunge and see what comes up. Okay. A label rock artists used in the mid '90s to describe a genre of music, which was a poppier, quote unquote, bubblegum version of the harder sound of the alternative grunge genre, which had prevailed in the early '90s. So, like everything after Nirvana and Green Day came out. Got it. That's true. No, um, I think it's stuff in that style, but mostly I listen to like angry girl pop. I like that. Gotcha. Garage sounding, like lots of distortion and like mm. pop. You know, I guess the pop parts, right? I guess so. And yeah. a lot of times, anytime women do anything, they're like bubble gum. Nobody even needs bubble gum anymore, guys. Bubble gum sales are down. I like bubble gum. I guess I eat that sugar-free gum, though, now that I'm older and wiser. They have bubblegum flavor. You know, today I went to the dentist, and I was wishing they had bubblegum flavor toothpaste. What'd they have? Just mint. Yeah, that's... See, I can't, I can't get drunk on mint. It's like drinking mouthwash. Yeah, because it is. They use it for all the dental care. Well, sometimes they use clove, which I also like. Yeah. Or that weird pineapple, like I said, which might be bubblegum. The Novocaine? Yeah. I think it's different because I know what you're talking about and it's not the bubblegum flavor. Oof, it's pineapple. I swear to God. It ruined pineapple drinks for me. Uh, I know. We talked about that recently. It's like such a bummer because I really love pineapple drinks and they really are a huge part of like cocktail making because they're like a sweet and salt and uh, sour. Well, if you use real pineapple juice, I'm down. It's these weird pineapple flavored liquors, too, that get to me. Oh, the fakeness. And if it's just pineapple and liquor, I can't do it. But if it's a pina colada or like orange juice, pineapple juice and rum, hell yes. Yeah. Some cherries in that. Mm. Grenadine. Isn't that a tequila sunrise? Tequila and like juice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tequila, orange juice and like I think grenadine, like you said. Yeah. Mm. That's my brother's girlfriend's favorite drink. She drinks them whenever we go out. Interesting. A tequila yeah. sunrise? Tequila sunrise. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting drink. Not a everybody drink, but it's yeah. hers. I feel like it'd give me heartburn if I got drunk on it. I bet you're right. A lot of acid in that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who am I to poo-poo her thing? It's like today I was at my mom's house and she had these tiny ceramic cow figures and i was like what the hell but then i thought people probably think that about the stuff i own so yeah <laughs> I, I was like you know what it's fine whatever i know my mom's always like when we're watching some satanic horror movie she's like isn't that kind of like the stuff you have in your room and i'm like no oh, don't worry about it <laughs> so yeah it's like i guess your little weird cop cow and ballerina cow isn't so weird after all yeah and it's like, I've got a piece of birch tree bark that looks kind of like a scary monster face. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the weirdo. Yeah. yeah. I, I have legit of... have that on my wall right now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Link in the show notes. I'll show you my bark. I remember when I was 14, which I'm, I'm 33 now. But when I was 14, my godmother came into my room and was like, why is there so much death on the wall? Because I had, like, a kitty poster. I don't know if you remember the metal band Kitty, which was, like, them ripping up a beast and eating it. Like, dismembering a, bo- a beast and eating it raw. A, uh, like, skull and crossbones. And I don't know what else. And I was like, I don't know. It's just cool, man. And I feel like I never got past that. <laughs> There's still hella skulls on here. Yeah, I have a ridiculous amount of skulls and, and yeah. stuff. Like, my tchotchkes are skulls and angels that I dressed up like little demons and stuff like that. Yeah, lots of little skeletons and stuff. They're cute. Plus Garfield Dude, and Hillary. I just I just made myself a weird little, like, trinket mini altar for my desk with, like, all these found pieces. 
and I found this little log candle holder when we lived in New York City, like hella days Oh, ago. yeah. Remember that? I still have it. And I have another slice of a log and this little crocheted rug and then this bracelet I made out of resin with like flies and like plants in it. And then a flying saucers or a real pin that I stuck into the tree and then I just glued some fake mushrooms, like magic, like these <laughs> really cool. cute miniature mushrooms and a crystal and like a turtle and some tiger's eye on it. And like I made this whole little weird fucking scene just because I found some mushrooms on sale, like the little like miniature fake mushrooms are on sale like at mario mushrooms like those little red yeah they're caps. like realistic yeah but they're like realistically done oh cool and small yeah like they're really cute i don't know what they're supposed to be for probably like model trains or i don't fucking know dioramas i don't know but they were <laughs> on sale train. for like a dollar because they were broken and i fixed them and then i put them on this log and they look hella cute and i'm like this is some weird tchotchke i just made that's cool i love that put, put mushrooms on my log <laughs> dude you know what that's the kind of stuff that makes me think of like i really do have a type because my partner whose birthday is like the day before yours also bought mushrooms from michael's hella randomly because he just thought they were cute and has them just like on our stuff <laughs> yeah and that's what these were doing until i thought i realized i should just put them on the log and then i did but they kept falling off and i was like i could just glue them on there and i did nice yeah you're obviously hanging on to that log like it's not going anywhere it's really cute and it can hold a candle like it yeah. has a candle hole so it's like it's so cute it's really good for like you know spell crafting and shit i like it a lot i have that ufos are real pin that you gave me too the same one i love it that was a great exhibit yeah that was i love really that great that was the highlight of being in new york city was seeing all those old pamphlets about ufos and stuff you know what is a UFO exhibit that I really loved was um, at the county at the county fair in 2019. They had a UFO experience, which was completely a fake exhibit. Whoa! But it had like fake aliens, autopsies, and stuff. Dude, and, what? That's yeah, cool. It was super cool. So yeah. I really liked that. I mean, it was like a hundred percent super fake, but it was still really fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Damn. It was, it was super goofy. What? You had to pay like an extra like five or ten dollars, but it was worth it, man. Yeah, that sounds worth it. It was cool. I went I went with my sister and my nephew and my brother, and I was super surprised that my nephew was into that stuff. I was like, Oh, you like alien creepy outer space? That's cool. Spoopy. And he was like, Yes, Auntie. Yeah, my brother actually got my sister one of those things to go ghost hunting. What is it called? It's like the woo, woo, woo. Like that has activity. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The EVP reader. EVP reader, yeah. But I don't know if she's used it. I doubt it. I feel like she hasn't gone ghost hunting. Probably not. But she sees ghosts. I never see them. She does. Weird. We just can't get out of October. We never will. Be, we'll never really give up being spooky. I think being spooky, aliens, and like outer space is like something we'll always talk about. I mean, how much older do I have to get to like give this shit up? You know, like I'm not yeah. going to change now. Seems no weird. I'm ancient. I'm 400 years old. I'm going to stop being a vampire now. Oh my God, did I just say that on the air? <laughs> idiot. I'm drunk. Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Blunt Letters. And remember to check our story for our survey says and original mind-blowing memes. Also on YouTube for cartoons and videos so you can see our pretty faces. Oh, also zines and books on Amazon. Amazon. Click the link in the show notes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>